We keep things rolling here on the Sports Cubicle. I'm your host, Mike Mercado. He's Paul Shavari. He's Devin Tingo. And it's a very interesting time here in Chicago sports. Not necessarily with things going on the field, even though pitchers and catchers have reported. Even though the Chicago Bears are on the clock, the center of the NFL universe. A big story surrounding both organizations is where they're going to be playing in the future. And today, more specifically, I want to talk about what's going on with Jerry Reinsdorf and the city of Chicago with what's going to be the new stadium in the 78th, what's going on with the current stadium on 35th and Shields, and I think the big question right now I want to discuss with you guys around the water cooler is, why now for... Jerry Reinsdorf. When the team is not good, there's so much disarray at manager and who was the manager and the roster overhaul and guys who aren't any longer on the roster and the attendance themselves and meeting with other cities. Why now, Paul, in your guesstimation, is Jerry Reinsdorf now talking about a new stadium, needing a new stadium when he has nothing to really have a backing on when it comes to success over the last 10 years in White Sox baseball other than a playoff bounce, quick, (laughs) quick, uh, uh, series sweep. I think you answered it. It's yeah. preserving his legacy. I think he wants to leave something that'll forever have his stamp on it. But like, is that it? Is it's more than winning? More than winning a, a seventh NBA championship or a second World Series is a stadium that his son will get some money off. But when he dies, a bunch of board members might get money for. Like, I don't. How much money is enough money for Jerry Reinsdorf? He's made all the monies in the world. Like, is his ego that big? I, I guess I've answered my own question. Is Jerry Reinsdorf's ego so big well, that yeah. he'd rather that than another? championship yeah, because even if the team doesn't own the stadium they still would play in that stadium and that's a prime piece of real estate the 78 we're, we're yeah. talking about with you know it'd be a tourist attraction regardless of what team is playing there so i think it, it increases the value of the team so I, th- I think it's like you answered the question with you know increasing the value of the team for the board members you know mm-hmm. so it's it, it's that but i think it's also the 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 ego where you know the self-preservation the legacy intact i i don't i don't understand because no one's ever talked about any structural flaws with 333 west 35th street or guaranteed rate field but you know there's always a negative connotation especially after uh you know the the shooting that happened or the, the people that got shot supposedly at the ballpark uh this past summer and then as well as just the decline of the white Sox over the last few years so i think it's just a way to try and at least have that guarantee uh, much like, you know, uh, uh, preserving Wrigley Field, what that did for the Cubs, you know, at the very least, at that bottom layer, there's always going to be that stadium, and that's going to be the crown jewel of the franchise, regardless of what's going on in the front office or on the field. Devin, what are your vibes about all this that's going on with the White Sox, with the front office, with the ownership, and like Paulie just laid out, everything that comes with getting this new stadium, what it would mean long-term for Jerry, but short-term, what it means for fans, taxpayers. Where are you when this entire story started coming out of nowhere? Where, where you've been focusing, all of us have, on what's going on with either the Lakefront or Arlington Heights with the Chicago Bears, now looking at what's going on in the South Side with the White Sox. It's the most Jerry Reinsdorf thing you can do. Jerry Reinsdorf is currently 87 years old everybody his lease at the good old great expires in 2030 so if we do the math that means he will be 92 93 by the end of that lease and jerry reinsdorf signed some deal with the devil he's probably gonna live forever here let's be real here (laughs) but uh, in all seriousness like he might not even be alive to see this new stadium fully built here though and i definitely agree with paul because there's always that rumor oh he wants to be in the mlb hall of fame you know, it's like Bender and Futurama. I want a giant statue to remember me forever. And that's just Jerry's thing. And the thing is, about a good about a good ball team, Mercado, 
you have to spend money. He's trying to get $1 billion to build a stadium. Not even Dr. Evil wants $1 billion. This guy is just a complete, you know, professional grifter who's dragged White Sox fans like Paul and I around our entire lives. And this thing, because winning, he can't use his tax write-off. Losing, he can. That's the deal he has at the good old great right now. And kudos to Mayor Johnson and Governor Pritzker for saying, F you, we're not going to give you that deal anymore. That's kind of BS. you got to actually try to do something now. And that's why he's trying to get this thing. Because here's the thing. He wants a billion for that stadium. I'm going to ask both of you. Do you think he's going to use that entire one billion to build that stadium? And unless he has to prove every dollar in charge of it, though, yeah, that's, that's that's the issue. But the idea that you even think that it would be used the right way goes to show how lack of confidence you have on Jerry Reinsdorf. Exactly. You know, unless they're going to go full out uh, twenty. I hate to say this, unless they're going to go full out 12, 2012 Miami Marlins, build that new stadium, and supercharge your team only to suck by the end of the uh, All Star right before the trade deadline. I should really say. It's just, it's, here's the thing, the great, I know me and Paul like it, but it's it's not that big of an attraction. And much like the Chicago Cubs, everyone wants to have their Wrigleyville. They want to own all the little restaurants and shops around there. They want to make all that profit here. And that's the thing. And also, I agree with what Mercado said earlier. This is, this is a bargaining tool. I don't think Jerry wants to go to Nashville. I don't think Jerry wants to leave. I don't think his kids want to leave. I think Jerry's like, I don't want to go with those dumb hicks. I, I'm in no disrespect to anyone in Nashville. <laughs> no disrespect to the Hicks. Uh, I, I, I think Devin's dead on with. I don't think uh, Reinsdorf wants to move the team to Nashville. I think the the White Sox are a Chicago institution, even though they aren't a popular one compared to the other sports teams in town. So keeping them in Chicago, I think, is a priority. But I, I'm still just scratching my head because I, I just think that that ballpark at 35th and Shields is nice. Sox fans know that it continuously makes it towards the bottom of the top 30 stadiums in MLB, but people never knock its its food, its sight lines, um, sure, product on the field and location, but even then the location isn't as bad as people make it out to be. So I, I, I don't know. I just think, I think when it's all said and done, it's either going to be the 78 or it's going to be 333 West 35th Street, but I don't know what then that means if they do go to the 78, what happens to 35th Street? But if they move to 78, they can kind of be like what Wrigley Field is. No disrespect to you or the Cubs and Mercado. It's like, hey, we're walking, do, do, do. Oh, look, there's a ballpark. Want to go to the game, see if there's tickets? And there's one thing I wanted to add on to something you said, Polly, really fast, is the idea of people using the south side of Chicago, specifically 35th and Shields, as a, I say, dog whistle of the danger in Chicago and trying to use that it's hard to get there when it's actually one of the easiest stadiums in Chicago to drive to, to take a train to, to park. And it had all the makings of the neighborhood. And like Paul said, if you're a Sox fan, if you're somebody who knows the city of Chicago, there are wonderful neighborhood things to do in the south side of Chicago by 35th and Shields. And to kind of use that as a talking point of why they should move to the 78th, I think is very, I don't think it's a good faith conversation when they're trying to do that. And to your point, Devin, every team wants what Wrigleyville is doing, what SoFi Stadium is doing, what Jerry, what's going down in Jerry World in Dallas that you want to own the things around you. You want to own the entire neighborhood. And, you know, to Chicago, of course, I can imagine the skyline and and the optics will look amazing. But you can still do that on 35th and Shields. Who's going to be responsible for what happens to that stadium if they move to the 78th? These are all questions that I think Sox fans are asking. I think that baseball fans are asking. I think that people in the state of Illinois are asking. And there's so much that comes from this. 
because there's so much uncertainty going on in places like Oakland and what's going on in Vegas. And now you could put the uncertainty of what's going on with the south side of Chicago. And here's the point, Paul. I'm so glad you talked about institutes. As a Cub fan, Chicago is a two-baseball city. It deserves to be. It's great for baseball for there to be a rivalry, a civil war, the best type of civil war, a stupid, silly one in sports. And it should be Cubs, White Sox. And for that to be threatened by somebody who hasn't earned any right to make that type of threat in Jerry Reinsdorf is very disheartening as a sports fan, as a Chicagoan. And I think that's what bums me up the most. But we're going to cover all this as it goes on because these stories of the stadiums and we, this is really unprecedented, I think, for a lot of people in the city of Chicago and then obviously people in our position where two stadium conversations at the same time, two organizations that have totally different vibes. I mean, I don't know. Any final thoughts, Paulie? This is crazy. Well, I don't think it is unprecedented because in the 90s there was, uh, you know, Comiskey Park uh, being built and then and, and shortly after the United Center. And while that was going on, you guys are probably too young to remember the Mick Dome that they were talking about. Mm. The Bears building in either Hoffman Estates, which eventually became, I think, what's called the Now Arena or where the, the Sears headquarters were or down in Aurora or even in Gary, Indiana. And then meanwhile, while all that's going on, we're talking about another airport in Chicago. So um, the, the to sum all of this up, Chicago has a regional city planning issue. They they just cannot they they overdeveloped to the point where they did not foresee all of these problems. And and we can't vilify the people of the past because how are they supposed to know in the 19th century that there was going to be giant corporations and sports teams and and all of the fanfare in the 21st century? But the way that Chicago was designed, everything goes right downtown. Everything developed huge in the post-war era. So now there's not a lot of parcels of land and places to kind of reconfigure things and make some of these things happen. And that's why we're still flying out of the middle of a neighborhood on the south side of Chicago. That's why we're still playing in an old ballpark nestled in a ball, in a neighborhood on the north side of Chicago. And that's why we had to build two stadiums across the street from their old stadiums. And we still have a major NFL stadium that's stuck between a highway and a lake. Devin, any final thoughts? Preach, Paulie. Yeah, well, Paul's actually this. Uh, he's all, he's eighty six. He's one year younger than Jerry <laughs> Reinsdorf, guys. You know, anytime he throws that, you know, you kids are too young to remember. I'm like, man, he uh, used to be his rival in Twiddlywinks. <laughs> he's even older than our Marvels one Marver. But just it's just does this does this does this surprise anyone about this? this is Chicago sports, I should really say, is anyone even remotely surprised? This seems like the most Chicago thing they can do. We cannot promise you a good product on the fields. That costs money. That takes time. That takes talent. That takes effort on our end. We can promise you a brand new place to go and see this team suck. We just have to write the check. It's an interesting time. We're going to be covering it. I think a lot of this would be soft-served and a little bit easier landing if they didn't suck, if the Bears weren't bad, if the White Sox weren't bad. Well, I think if both these teams were like winning, taking first place every year, do you think they would want to even build a new stadium? Yeah, I think so. I think in the 90s when we saw from Chicago Stadium to the United Center and the new Comiskey into mm-hmm. U.S. Cellular into Guaranteed Rate, I mean, winning does solve culture, solves a lot of things. I think seeing the new age of Wrigley Field, 
what it meant in Wrigleyville and, and winning coinciding with it. To make money, you have to spend money. And I think that's something that gets lost on a lot of people sometimes. Keep in mind, New York did something huge about 15 years ago, building two new baseball stadiums, and they built a, a major arena in downtown Brooklyn. So it, it can be done. And that's New York. Yeah, and that's New York. But I know, I know yeah. at the very least with New York, in order to build City Field, they took earmarked money that was supposed to go towards extending one of their train lines out to LaGuardia airport in order to do it so yeah. you know at what cost does it come to the taxpayers financially and at what cost does it come to the citizens in terms of infrastructure and no matter whatever a headline may be whatever a press conference may say whatever we may see on a radio show talking about these future deals that are going to happen the taxpayer is going to pay one way or another